down, so you ain't gonna put. Oh, you gonna make me a big you. <laughs> okay, boo. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a monster. <laughs> you got video. That might be my sponsor. sponsor. That was perfect. And we didn't even plan that. Econ, econ. Nope. I mean, we planned the song, but we did not plan the drop where I introduced myself as Thug or Thug. That was beautiful. Yeah. Shout out, Young Thug, bro. Barter Six, man. If y'all haven't listened to that one, please go back. It's a blastic. It's a blastic for sure. For yeah. sure. Not gang affiliated. No, no How you doing today, no bro? No way. Good, good. Good, good, good. All right, today we're going to be talking about AI Youngboy 2. Yes. And uh, Guap Dad 4000's Dior Deposits. You mean Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. <laughs> Which we'll talk, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, what you know this week, you got a fact? Yeah, so uh, apparently uh, the fear of fun is called cheerophobia. Okay. Cheerophobia. If you got it, I'm so sorry for you. Interesting. What you got, bro? 60% of all people using the internet use it for pornography. Mm. But I don't know if that means like 60% of all the internet's uses for pornography or 60% of the people using the internet also view pornography. How many terabytes of porn are there on the internet? I cannot imagine. <laughs> Loads. <laughs> <laughs> Loads. Loads. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that fact, my friend. Yeah. What All you right. got for news? So news, it's funny. The White House and Donald Trump are in both. So let's let's take the, <laughs> let's just take the real dagger to the heart. T Pain says there's no new T Pain. He said I've been doing this shit for way too long. Meaning that he's not he's done with music, or meaning he's not going to change his sound. Because I mean, you know, if he doesn't change his sound, I feel you. You well, know, T Pain's never been, he's never really changed his. Yeah, T Pain's been in the game since like '06. Yeah. Maybe 2009, maybe? I mean, him and, him and Kanye shaped the whole sound that we have now. Yeah, it good life. Yeah, if it weren't for those two, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't hear the auto-tune that right. you hear now. It wouldn't exist. Yeah, and shout out to Good Life. I mean, that song won a Grammy, and yeah. I think it, it did <clears throat> kind of show the importance of auto-tune in pop music. You yeah, know? I think his name just kind of got stale. Even though his album, yeah. his album was pretty decent. It always happens that the founder of something usually ends up getting. I mean, thankfully, I think T Pain gets credit. I don't think he gets as much credit. Aside from, I think you and I are, are especially you. I think you always have championed. Oh T-Pain. yeah, T Pain's awesome. Um, the last song I remember really going for him was that Five O'clock in the Morning with Wiz Khalifa. You remember that track? Mm-mm. It's Five O'clock in the Morning. Conversation got boring. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that track. The next two pieces of news, kind of the one and the same, I guess. Mm. Not really. Just they're both involving the White House and Donald. Yeah. Um, but apparently Donald Trump praised Kanye's album. Donald Trump Jr. Okay, Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. He, yes. he sent out a tweet saying how... I wonder if the... I think the tweet's down there. Let's read it. Kanye West <laughs> is cracking the culture code. Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King, is the epitome of fearless creativity and dangerous, unapproved ideas. And the dangerous, unapproved was in quotes. Leftists always try to silence those who speak the truth. They are waging war on our family and our our culture. <laughs> Kanye is a pioneer. You know what I? You know what I hate for? I mean, for Kanye, I really hate that. I feel like he's being used as a pawn by Donald Trump and by his campaign. He definitely is. Yeah, and I. 
And, you know, maybe he's using them, too, because he wants to run in 2024. Because there was a guy today. Yeah, let's all be fair who we're talking about. Right, right Two right, of the right. biggest narcissists in, like, two, recent media. Two billionaire businessmen who both have their own agendas to get accomplished. But I was speaking to a guy today, and um, one of my coworkers, I was asking him about the Kanye album. Had he listened to it yet? And he goes... Uh, no, but I kind of heard that Kanye went crazy. And then this old guy goes like, is he crazy because he's started, you know, oh, praising God. Jesus? Oh, God. And it was this, you know, stereotypical mid-50s white guy. Yeah. So already you have that base kind of clinging to the idea that oh, Jesus or Kanye is, you know, Christian now and he's riding for us. Yeah. So I'm telling you. Watch 2024. You boomers are the ones that got Trump in. It wasn't our generation. Don't blame the millennials (laughs) for this one. Y'all can blame the millennials for everything else, but it wasn't the millennials that got Trump in. We sure as shit are not conservatives, you know? But Um, uh, Speaking of millennials and and young people, this bridges us into the next topic, mm, which also kind of involves the White House. So YG called a kid up on stage and said, hey, man, I asked you if, if you fucked with Donald Trump and you said you didn't know. Right. He said, I'm going to give you the chance to clear this up. And he says, I want you to state your name. And he says, like, because I know all your family named out, like all the sisters, aunts, grannies, whatever, mm-hmm. are watching. He said, state your name and say, fuck Donald Trump. And he, the kid wouldn't do it. Right. He shook his head no. And then YG allegedly him threw him out. I, I have not read a report. I watched the video. Yeah, so I watched the video as well. Yeah. I don't know if he just got put back in the crowd or if they threw him out. I could not find a definitive answer of what I, happened. I feel like they just probably put him back in the crowd, right? That would make more sense than throwing somebody out of a concert. Yeah, because then you get into like real discrimination. Yeah. There. Like, and you know, also obviously like, you paid to be there. And if but, fuck Donald Trump comes on, I mean, you know, I might jump around to it. Yeah. You know, fuck Donald Trump. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Thought that was a little, a little radical. I think it wasn't. I think it wasn't really radical. I think it was just more so the fact that you're using your fans in that way, putting somebody on the spot like that who yeah. already said they're not really sure. Also, I don't know how old the kid was, but he looked kind of young. He didn't look like he was somebody. Yeah, when who's I like sent you the video, Hakeem, Hakeem responds back like, "I bet he's not even old enough to vote." Yeah. Yeah, it, it, he, he looked, looked like he was he 17, young. 18 years old. Like, If yeah. he's able to vote, he's just able to vote. Speaking of, uh, this is kind of another news. I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of stage etiquette, did you see there's a video of baby? He was on stage and he had this girl up there with him. And she was wanting, or he was, she was wanting to twerk on him. And he was like, no, 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 you, I have to like, you have to say like you consent to this like and he was like i need a verbal yes hell yeah that's awesome yeah it was shout out cool. to the baby and also hey, he ain't trying to catch no more cases fuck he no, knew he, he know he dodged a bullet on this last one i think he really for, in the beginning i really thought the baby was just like he was gonna get arrested before he yeah, was even gonna uh, get any clout like suge was not really blown yet right we were hearing about this guy and he had a pending murder charge and you see what's happened to melly when you hear that, it's usually pretty bad. Him and Melly both got murder on their mind. So, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, to, let's be fair. He was protecting his family. Yeah, yeah, and he ended up. I think he's he he's he got a, a sentence for it. Oh, it was, he did. Like, yeah, I think it was like one year probation, like suspended was, probation. Yeah, yeah. I, and don't quote that. I just I'm, I'm pretty sure he did get some. I know sort he of didn't period. do jail time though. Yeah, he did not do jail. Right. Time. So it was it was self defense in the eyes of the court. Yeah, but I thought that was cool. He was like, no, I need verbal <laughs> consent. 
We ain't trying to be no acons up here. Hang on, somebody get the form. Imagine if he had a guy coming out from the back with a form and a pen. <laughs> nah, bro, that's that's some corny shit logic would do. I need you to tell me it's okay. I'm I'm a I'm a single man now, and uh, it'd be really cool if you could just sign this waiver. I think he got married again. I saw a tweet no about his. Way. He said something about his wife being pregnant. Mm. His wife being maybe she's pregnant with another dude's kid. Yeah, I don't know. Another rapper's kid. I don't know. Maybe Young Thugs. Maybe Future. I'm just maybe <laughs> Future has eight baby mamas and they're all unionizing. Did you hear that? That is horrible. For Dude, him. it's amazing. Eight baby mamas. What are you doing, bro? You are. Sh- I just got this notification. We'll shout them out. Much dank. Shout out. Much just dank. got a YouTube notification. I fucking love that channel. Kanye West is obsessed with Jesus. We'll have to watch that one. That's. I, I, if you guys haven't seen Much Dank, it's hilarious. Just a, it's it's memes, but the way they loop clips and yeah. cut them up and. Did add you see the Chance one? Effects. I love my wife. Yeah, well, no, he did one uh, for Chance's Big Boy interview, and he was like, he was talking about. He says, he says, yeah, I'm gay. My brother's gay, which he that was a real quote because <laughs> right. his brother is gay. His brother's gay. And, he, and then yeah, and then Big Boy asked him, well, who else is gay? He goes, oh, I got a lot of close friends, and he named like Quavo and a bunch <laughs> of other people. Like, so they just they take like they what, cut it. Yeah, it's all like taken out of context, right. and they weave like their own storylines into it. It's evident. It's pretty and creative, it, and it's really obvious. So yeah. it's not like it's not like anybody would actually yeah because be they like, use a little Snapchat. <laughs> Filter, like, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, it's it's obviously fake and not real. I fucking they have one with a Joe. Remember Joe Button when he had this? Yeah. Have you seen the staple gun video? Yeah, they made I've seen a that one. Song. I think everybody's seen when he did Soldier Boy saying Trey. Yeah, that yeah. one. Everybody saw that one. Yeah. So, so shout out. to You've heard thing. the filter. I love that fucking yeah. So let's talk about yeah. Guap Dad Four Thousand. Oh wait, dude, I actually had something good for news. I wanted to bring it up real quick. Uh, Genius. On their Snapchat, did a verified top ten mm. young artist. I wanted to get your reaction. Okay, uh, we don't have to go too deep into them. I'm just gonna go ahead and list them out. And oh my god! You tell me how you feel. All right. So number ten, we got Lil Mosey with his song "Noticed." Okay, I can't, I don't know that song. I don't so either, but that... it makes sense. You know, he's a freshman. That's fine. Uh, after that, we got uh, NLE Choppa with "Shot of Flow." Yep, that's Shot. that should be one. Hard as nails. Oh, you 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 no, know, know who's number one? YB and Namir bounce bounce out with that. Uh, that can go back. That, that would be like nine or ten for me yeah. at the moment. Jaden Smith with Icon seven. Okay, that's all right. Um, Juice World with Lucid Dreams. I think it should be a little higher, but granted, that is one of his older tracks. And he stole over half of it, <laughs> allegedly. He's getting he's getting sued for pretty much all the money yeah, he made have off to that edit track. That, saying featuring. Everyone. What is it? Yellow card. Yellow card and uh, sting and sting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number five, bad baby with Gucci flip flops. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> with Gucci flip flops, by the way. Fuck you, hit your bitch in the socks. <laughs> Shut I'm up. a stan. Shout out Drake. Our, <laughs> Shout out Drake. Shout out Jake. Our local, our local bad baby stan. Yeah. Uh, number four, we got uh, Trippy Red with Love Scars. Okay. Uh, number three is Lil Tecca with Ransom, the I, only song anybody knows. Listen. I get why that's there for numbers, yeah. but nah, Chief. Ransom's a, a good song. I mean, it had a lot of impact. I still liked it. I thought it was yeah. all right. Hang on, hang on, hang on, man. Number two. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> number two, YMW Melly with Murder on My Mind. That should be number, number zero. Like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. And then number one. Can I get your guess? Can I get you a guess? 
young new artist who had a really big single this year. Uh, well, I'm gonna take oh, my think? horse to the old town road. I'm okay. gonna yeah. Good so kind of makes sense. Number yeah. one. Um, I mean, I would probably take off Lil Mosey. That's I mean that's a good list. It's not I get really low, that I get offensive. No, it wasn't offensive. No, it wasn't that offensive. But I wanted to get your reaction on it. And no, then, really, um, the the only one in I I would get the blowback is Bad Baby. Yeah, but even then, that's why she's on the list just for the blowback. Because yeah. you know people just want to. Okay, okay, okay. She's on the. She's got talent. I'm just saying the only one with credible like. Bro, she wouldn't. Footing would be. I I have a strong feeling that if she didn't have the writers that she did, it would be kind of hard for her. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, uh, if she wasn't on a label. Oh yeah, it was. She's not gonna be able to start a. She's not gonna be able to start a music yeah, career be, from the ground let's up. Let's be fair. Yeah, she'd be working at the jockey lot. Yeah, probably so. Um, or flea market, whatever word you associate with people that sell shit in parking lots. Flea market. <laughs> yeah, flea market. <laughs> she also had a a tattoo of NBA YoungBoy's name on her hand. Yeah, and I she saw had that. To get it t- she had to get it covered up with a butterfly tattoo. It looked horrible. And then um, well, butterfly play- tattoos most. Definitely always look bad on white people. Whenever I, I see on all people, really. Whenever I see a white lady with a butterfly tattoo, I just assume that she's ran had, through. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry for that. Choo, that was sexist, and, but that's, that's kind of. Right. I'll add on to it. Choo choo. Yeah. Run the train on the gang. All right. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, shout out to Young Lean and Playboy Cardi. They took a picture together, so that gives me hope. Yeah, we'll see. That's all I got. Also, Epstein didn't kill himself. Continue. All right, Slide let's get right in there. Let's get in the guap dead. Yeah, Dior, Dior deposits. Dior deposits. So, we actually saw this in the last episode. I didn't know he was dropping an album. I don't follow him on anything, so there was no like build up to this. We were, I was just scrolling through stuff, and I said, "Okay, guap dead." Like, and his main look was from Revenge uh, of the Dreamers. Revenge 3. of the Dreamers three. Yeah, because right. he was. I mean, he was like the unknown. No, I hadn't heard of him myself. Neither. Mm, uh, so yeah, without. That album, we I don't think we'd be listening to this. Right, and he did get some some pretty big names on here. I mean, for a debut, you've got you've got G Easy, however you feel about G Easy, Tory Lanez, however you feel about him, E Forty, Chance the Rapper, uh, Maxo Cream, Denzel Curry, um, and Black. I would say those are the big names, and then you've got some smaller names on here like Mozzie, uh, Key, and uh, Buddy Mansa. So there's some there's some names here. There's some names here. Yeah, absolutely. When you listen to Guap Dad 4000 on Revenge of the Dreamers, is this kind of what you expected his debut to sound like? No, because that album is like so littered with so many people. Like it's hard to really like pinpoint a sound when you right. have like six bars on two tracks. Yeah. Or three tracks. Fair point. I think it was just the buzz that was around Revenge of the Dreamers probably fueled this and he probably said, Okay, I'm gonna strike while it's hot. Like obviously Revenge of the Dreamers is one of the top albums this year. Mm-hmm. Let's put this out. So I get the timing, but no, I, I, I didn't pinpoint on a sound. Yeah. From, from I was f- hoping it was going to be more in the style of Revenge of the Dreamers, personally. When you say that, you mean just like... like what, my first impressions, like I didn't think it was going to be like as trap of an album as it was. Okay. When I heard, when I heard the first track, I, I haven't really gone back to Revenge of the Dreamers that much. I think I gave it a seven, maybe. It's it's not like my favorite project of the year. I understand the importance of it, but it's just not something I want to go back to. Sometimes when an album has so many people on it, it actually 
kind of deters me from going back because yeah. I I hear it and I go I'm kind of I'm kind of overwhelmed and I I don't really know how to pick a memorable moment from an album that has so many features on it because there's there's maybe some highlight moments on each track but as for like a whole song that really hit me hard I mean Down Bad was probably the only yeah, one that Down I Bad really was good. I like Costa Rica. Yeah, Lambo Costa Rica Truck, was good. The hook was weird in. I didn't I went, like the beat on Lambo Truck. Either. I went back to that album and I liked it better than I did when we reviewed it. Okay. Maybe so. it's something that will sneak into the top 10 for the year. I, it'll probably it'll be or at least be mentioned. Mention. Yeah, it'll at least be mentioned in mine for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, I was hoping it was going to be more in the style. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, because now you go on YouTube, you see Dreamville type beats. Like, I was hoping it was going to be more in like the Dreamville style. Yeah. Um, but I get why it wasn't. Like, if that's not him, obviously don't and it's do not that because really, that's I, hot. I can't really see him. I mean, now that I've listened to this project, I definitely think he's going for a very commercial sound. Yeah, very. This project is really just an amalgamation of the last the last three years of what's been hot. You know, you and I kind of mentioned that he sounds like so many different people. Yeah, you compare him to Game. Game. This game's a lot like that. Yeah, he's Shang Tsung. He he just takes your takes your style from you, and um, that's not a bad thing. But there are certain artists that when they get a feature on a track, their identity gets kind of lost. Yeah. And to me, when he's on tracks, particularly like the track with Tory Lanez and the track with Black, because I think he also sounds the most similar to those two artists, where he is he almost is m- doing more singing than he is rapping. Yeah. It. And to go along with that, I think like songs like Isaiah and the what was the other one? like that was one other one I was thinking of the one with um, E40 and Neptune Pharaoh. Yeah, I think you're talking about how Going his identity gets gets lost. Mm-hmm. That's why they like on Isaiah. I said, why did Maxwell Cream and Denzel Curry get like this like lo-fi like alternate beat than what Guapdat was on? Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of thinking like could one of like did when they recorded the verses did they not match so he had to switch the beat like it just seemed like some of the features were phoned in mm-hmm. and there wasn't Very a lot rushed. of there wasn't a lot of chemistry fair so i feel like yeah you're right i think he does lose his personality on tracks yeah and it, it also does have to do with maybe he i think the mixing for this album is really hit and miss like some of the beats are, are really hit and miss and I think what you said where it doesn't feel like there's a lot of chemistry between features. It just kind of sounds like they're tacked on. Yeah, the ones that sounded the best, like you said. Like, I'm not a big fan of Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. But um, they sounded good They together. sounded good together. Yeah. Just like you said, him and Black sounded good together because they have a similar sound. I'm going to go out on a limb and even say the g Easy feature wasn't that bad. See, that's what I said. Yeah. Like, for a g Easy feature, normally, I want to pull... But was it because... G-Eazy was good, or was it because the other was just so mediocre that you're like, okay, I get something to listen to now. It's definitely not a memorable track, I'll say that. Like, it, it wasn't listen, really one that I would go back I to. I said it on one episode, I'll give um, G-Eazy a little bit of respect. Yeah. But, yeah, I won't be listening. I, I won't be going back to that. I think G-Eazy, every time I've met a G-Eazy fan, it's always been a white girl who's semi-attractive and goes to a lot of EDM concerts. Yeah, and just is hoping to suck his dick. That's all. That's only people. I, oh, and um, white guys think who think they're into hip hop, but they're not. Yeah, I think it's because like those those girls can go to their parents, and be like, "I'm gonna go see this person in concert," and he looks like this like classy <laughs> dude that like may play an electric right. guitar, and that's the craziest. Like, he's it's like get. a fifties bad boy. Yeah. Be like, yeah, go. For that. That's fine. He looks yeah. like he was in Greece. 
I get wet looks, to that movie. It looks like, like yeah, come on. That's how it, that's how it happens. Like, like I was like literally thinking that I was at Ross. This was months ago, and there was a girl standing there in a Jeezy sweatshirt, and I was like, "Do I give her a like? Do I give her a hooks lines of hip hop card?" Yeah. She's probably if she listens, she's probably gonna hear one of us say something bad about him. But then I noticed her mom. Like her mom was like very. You can you can tell like when the, the like the skirt wears. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about like to uh, the ankles. Like you can tell. I was mm-hmm. like, does she know? Does she know she's? She sure doesn't. And no. isn't that a common theme with parents though, where you tell them something that you're into and they just kind of don't care enough to look into it. You know, but you can just give them a vague enough description and they just go, oh, all right. You know how much music I got away with listening to because my yeah. parents had no fucking clue what they yeah. were talking about. I'm, or, I, I, I'm Hollywood dead. Undead. Hello. You know I what I mean? To, like, uh, I had to write my mom a report one time on why I I should be able to listen. This was like to wow. like Avenged Sevenfold like type music. Shout out to your mom. Yeah. That's awesome. And I did it. And then from then on, she was like, okay, listen to what you want. Really? Yeah. Do you still have that report? No, I don't. I, I, it was probably on paper. Yeah, yeah. It probably it wasn't. It was probably because I used to be computer. big into heavy metal, like Skillet, and yeah, Christian. <laughs> How do you say Christian heavy metal, metal and then throw Skillet in there? Well, that that was like that was kind of like the thing. I was like, Mom, this is Christian rock music. This is Christian <laughs> heavy metal, and she already was like, I can't understand that. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I, if they're saying like, praise Jesus or. Very certain. <laughs> She's not going to fucking know. Right, right. Fair point. So as a kid, like, I kind of finessed them. <laughs> I finessed, I, um, the, the worst thing I remember is when I had to return 50 cents the massacre because my mom got a new stereo system and she goes, get that CD you bought. We'll play it. <laughs> and I said, mom, it's not working. And she goes, you just bought it. How's it not working? And I go, I think it's too scratched up. She goes, well, bring it anyways and we'll listen to it. It immediately starts with gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> Made me return it, and I had to go buy a Rob Thomas CD. Yeah, that's rough. You know how fucking mad I was hearing, I don't want to be lonely no more. I was like, what? Please give me back Lollipop. Yeah. To, or Candy, candy shop. shop. Took it to the candy shop. Yeah. Yeah. So back to, back to Guap Dad. Uh, again, I think, like you said, him and Tory Lanez definitely had the most chemistry. I don't really remember the intro track. What do you think of the intro track? I liked it. And then the feature at first, the first few listens, I was like, ah, I don't like the feature. Right. And I, I kind of, I was like, ah, and I kind of stuck with that. And then I was like, no, I, as I kept listening, I was like, no, this is, this is all right. Yeah. Um, but my biggest theme from that is it's very on brand for this type of rap. Like sounds like you said, generic, just yeah. like, just like it, how everybody else is. And you, you brought up the point before we started talking, how, like you asked me, do you think it's just how like labels, like everybody's trying for this one sound and there's only so many ways you can mix and master a yep. voice. And that's why we're hearing everybody kind of sound this way. I think it has to do with a lot. The main artists I would say that are like the culprits of this. I think, I think Drake has a lot to do with it. Just with him bringing that sanitary sound to hip hop. Tory Lanez, I would even say, Cause he was he was very early. Tory Lanez, yeah. I remember listening to him back in like probably 2011, 2012. He had a he had a mixtape out where he was trying to get Drake to pay him I think like ten thousand dollars if he would listen to this or battle rap him or something. There was some interesting controversy there. But Guap Dad really just sounds like he's doing his his impersonation 
or maybe his his own flavor of the of the music the problem is at that point when you're making this kind of music are you a necessity to the sound what is going to make me listen to you again and everything i like about this album i will say it's not like guap dad is bad it's not bad no, but it's, it's not also bad it's also like am, is guap dad my favorite part of this album I mean, not really. I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, no, he's way better. But Okay. Kind of like the way we, we first started thinking about Nav. Like, we were like, okay, it, it's not really terrible. I like, perfect timing, like Metro yeah. Boom and that, that tape. Okay. Like, I we see were kind of like, going. Nav is, he's not bad, but he's not good. Like, right. obviously, we like perfect timing because Metro's production. Yeah. Like, that's what, I think, keeps that in a, the spot that it does. Mm-hmm. But he's not bad. He's not good. He could be. A cyborg. He's a computer program, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what Guap Dad Four Thousand is. It's it's kind of just, and even the name, yeah, dude. If you can't, oh, did you get the new Guap Dad Four Thousand program? Yes, yeah, right here, dude. Watch. Mm. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's Charlie Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Wilson's most Charlie definitely Charlie alive. <laughs> Got all that soul behind him. The, you know what though? That was smart on their part of putting a lot of features on this album. Actually, I think it makes a lot of sense because can you imagine him being on this album by himself? Oh, it'd be horrible. It would have been way, it would have been way too much. And I think it's probably cool for some of those fans, like the like people that would listen to Denzel Curry, make be like, "Oh, I like this track," mm-hmm. because Which, he kind of, like you said, kind of emulates their sound like Game does. So the yep. some of the, the fans of other artists that are featured may like that. And again, he he is he's smooth enough. He's serviceable enough. But for this to be your album and for me to just not... I mean, you're the least important part of it, pretty much. Yeah, because... I don't I, know if that all sounds songs, too harsh. No, but. I mean, to be fair, to show a stat, the songs we've talked about have had features. Yeah, and the best... And I would say the two best track... Even you, you like a song and it's scamming. Yeah. That's fe- that has a feature on it. Well, um, that's because Mozzie, bro. He was on... Yeah. I'm in it, bitch, with the gang. Right. Yeah. He was in his he's blue a known, face Yeah, bag. he's a known uh, blue face collaborator. Shout out to Mikkel. I'm sure he's a big Mozzie fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Isaiah was my favorite track by far, and it, it's entirely because of Max O'Cream's verse. I think Max O'Cream destroys Isaiah. Um, and I don't really... I didn't really remember Key. Denzel Curry coming in at the end was good. Wasn't... Uh, the best Denzel Curry I've ever heard, but it was a great way to end the track. And um, I, I want to give Guap Dad actually credit because I did like out like Iced Out Gold Chain. That's okay. that's one track that um, he's by himself on. Okay, yeah, I remember. Very this. Tory Lanez ish. Yeah, or even Black. I would say more in Black. A lot of rust too, and there's rust. Some, yeah, there's some Ooh. controversy there because they actually just had they a got physical a, altercation. Yeah. yeah, so Russ, I guess Guap Dad Four Thousand and Russ ran into each other. You can see Guap Dad at the door of his trailer. Yeah, all of a sudden he's getting like everybody just starts kind of throwing hands. This one white kid got knocked out clean. That kid might be dead, but the rest of the people in there, I mean, everybody just kind of scrammed off. So Guap Dad said that his security guys got beat up by the by this gate, even though Russ is saying it's bullshit. Russ is on some weirdo mafia type shit where he's like, what did you expect? If you're talking shit about me, yeah. you should be on site. And it's yeah. like, 
do you think you're a mafia boss, you yeah. cornball motherfucker, you? Like, what do you think you're doing? Y'all, you guys are, are at a festival, you're both trying to make money, and you're like, oh, of course I sent my goons after him to beat his ass. It's on site. What? I'm gonna cold cock no, you for saying I think, that. I think he... Oh, wait, by the way, if we ever run into Russ now, I'm gonna have to make sure that I'm ready. Like, I'm gonna put hands. a little respect on Russ. Okay, put some respect you, on his name. Did you listen to his single Best on Earth? No, no, I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I was waiting for you to, like, clown me for no, some no, reason. No, 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 I wasn't. Um, it's all right. No, there's actually a Russ song that I like that... Paranoid. I like a couple... Paranoid is yeah. really good, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like a... Hit, hit and miss, but yeah, they. Yeah, I'm not they saying it's some, his music. I think it's very similar. Reaction. I think that may be kind of what's fueling that beef a little bit. Because mm, you tell that. me you couldn't copy and paste Russ. Play that again. This one. Yeah. The high cycle train. That's not even Russ. I don't yeah. know who that was. I can see it. Maybe him and Rush should do a song now. Maybe. I could see who cares? It. Who, but, who cares? Who cares? But uh, that was that was a really good song. I, I thought again the the reason why I, th- I thought this was a good one. I was like I could immediately see this on the radio. Yeah, it was very it's simple. It's not about brand. anything too deep. It's on brand. I mean, you could, nothing on this. Bro, was you really... could throw uh, Migos on that track. Quavo yeah. comes in. This is game over. He's got at least a number five. Yeah, <laughs> top ten. Yeah, I mean, or you could take a take off and maybe hit like top 100 maybe no maybe. it might not chart <laughs> don't get take off on by yourself what if migos go hey sorry jake we're, we're too busy but takeoff said he can do the feature i would do it i would do it but but how much how much how much are you going to discount the price then say a hundred thousand dollars for all three migos yeah because like two-thirds is not enough like if they say right. well Quavo and, and Offset ain't showing up, so we we just gonna charge you thirty three thousand. I'm be like three hundred and thirty three dollars. That means I paid a hundred thousand for Amigos feature. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I would actually be like, can you can ask take off if you can do it for fifteen? Yeah, and then see if I can get get it on the uh, I, I'll I'll fix I, I'll I'll figure it out. Guess what, dude? Nobody listened to a solo project, so that has to be put into taken into account. Yeah, but either way, one of the Amigos on that track would be good, or all three of them. Uh, another, I think, I think that it could have ended at Prada Process. Yeah, it probably should have. I think that would have been a good outro and it would have left me wanting a little bit more from him. But, um, Stunt on Ghosts, I mean, it was okay, but it was nowhere near as good as Prada Process. And it's just like, if you have that strong of a track, Black's feature was so good, I think you should obviously end with that one yeah that's that's probably my main critique of the album and i really can't tell you my least favorite tracks because it's not even like i hated it it wasn't really a hate it was just very boring going through it's probably one of my least favorite just because of how like unfinished it felt right and it's only a minute and a half which i mean it didn't blend well together no and it wasn't even like it's on purpose because the shortest the second shortest track after that is two minutes and 59 seconds. Yeah. So, I mean, and you end it with a fucking, like, three, I mean, it's all three minutes, five minutes, three minutes. So, yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. I I can't stop finessing. Come on. I I can't listen to five minutes and 34 seconds and just go op dead. No. I can't. You know what? You know what? Now, with the change of music, 
how many how many artists are putting out four and five minute songs? And when you see it, are you kind of no one? And are you kind of just like I don't want to hear it? Yeah, because if somebody is putting out a four or five minute song, if they're wanting it to get on the radio, there's going to be a radio cut of it. Right. And so. also, the only people that I think should be able to do that sort of track would be artists like Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler, even Drake. Sometimes, if you give him. A really like like forty hitting him with a good beat, and he just talks about his life for five minutes, something like that. Artists like that, even Kanye, you know, but artists with a much bigger catalog than Guap Dad, yeah, who have a lot to talk about. But five minute uh, five minute track is is, and too the much. track's called "Can't too Stop much. Finessing," like it's not about anything deep. None no. of this is about None anything of it is. deep. All right. It's on, it's on brand for what is it? What it's supposed to be? Yeah, you got any anything to say? I mean, I would suggest it if you like the the yeah. modern sound. If you if you liked the majority of the people on the freshman list last year, I think you'll like this. Yeah, I think if you're looking for something that's like an easy listen, uh, the the vocals are serviceable. The beats aren't spectacular, but they're not bad. Um, really, just like right in the middle. Uh, my favorite tracks off of this are probably stuck with it. Um. Uh, Isaiah, Ice Style Gold Chain, and uh, Product Process. Yeah, Scammin' and Product Process. Okay. What are you giving the album? It's a it's a five. It's a five. Because it's like I said, it, <laughs> it's not good, it's not bad. Nope. There's no, replay value for me is is not there. I think I did put Scammin' on my top top of the year. Product Process didn't really make it. I put Isaiah on mine. Because, again, Maxo Cream's verse is so good to me. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Max, Maxo Cream's verse is good. I would say that would be a top track. I don't know if it'd make my best of 2019, but... It's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. All right. Well, when we get back, we'll be doing What You Rockin', and then we'll be reviewing NBA Youngboy. So stay tuned. Tuned. Stay tuned for your head top. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram, at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. Welcome back, everybody. God damn. I don't even want to... I can't focus on the episode anymore now that you fucking power glide on. One of the hardest... I think that song goes even harder than um, Black Beatles. Oh, most By definitely. Far. Most definitely. That's, this is where that's they the caught my attention. That's the best track ever. Yeah, that's where they caught my attention. They caught my attention with No Type, but Power Glide, I think, is the better single. I mean, I kind of view No Type in the same kind of category as, like... Watch me whip. Yeah. Just because it was just kind of like a, just a corny viral song. <laughs> it was to me. less cringy than Watch Me. Yeah, whip, it was. But but I no just, type. I mean, it was like really a gimmicky kind of track. Like, that was like the Fetty Wap era. I was like, oh yeah. rap. Like back then, like that's when I was like, I was like, now nah, I got to get back into common renaissance of rap because this <laughs> shit's boof. You yeah, you were on like a common kick around that time. But they they turned it around. We're super conscious too. Yeah, I, remember you I mean, I'm still super. I, like I still listen to that. But yeah, for sure, for sure. I wasn't I wasn't on board then. I feel it. I feel it. So, what you rocking this week? Uh, well, I just came straight from work, so I got khakis, and uh, I got the Yeezy Seven Hundred Vantage. Yeah, just enough. Just enough. Yeah. What so, you rocking? Uh, jeans as always. The 
don't remember the colorway bone, I think. Yeah. Cause it's I'm like fucking with those. The bone ones. You make me think I can pull Jordan ones off. Yeah, me too, there. But the problem is once like once my foot slips in there, that why I still have a lot 13? of room in here. Like there's a I'm trying I'm telling you. But mine like my it. foot pushes. You know, you know when you look at somebody who's really fat and then their shoes like just have expanded from the weight? I, on top of me being almost three bills, I'm also flat footed like a duck. So, like, the shoe, some shoes, like, uh, thank God these are so beefy, like the Vantas, because my foot doesn't, like, push them out. But I feel like I'd mess up some some. Bro, just some try to get you, like, a second-hand pair and try them. Yeah, maybe I'll go to a Goodwill and find some dusted pair. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, I can't guys. hear my eggs calling. Oh, no, now my neck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, so I got on the Bone Ones and then some OG Game Gear, I think, as you called it on a previous episode. Oh, yeah, for just sure. Just a... Japanese PlayStation T-shirt from the it. from the stop the GameStop, yeah. very very clean. So, yeah, I got all my my white people jewelry. Jewelry, yeah, small <laughs> little chain. Sweet. All right, so any big? I mean, the biggest release of this weekend was the Shatter Backboard three point tanked. Yeah, in comparison to other Shatter Backboards, because if you're on StockX, look at look at what oh, the, yeah. no, the no, OGs the are doing. First pair goes stupid. Well, I know the the original, but I'm saying like look at the last release. Like they're probably in the three hundreds. I would say. I think these are. I don't know when these release. Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, the, those these are the, are the OGs, and we're looking at twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, look at look at one of the more. Okay, so four ninety nine. Anywhere between five. Anywhere between five hundred and a grand. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think I saw the lows in store and almost wanted to get them. Yeah, and they're not, and they're not. They're, uh, not, they're ninety bucks, I think. Right. Yeah, and you could get them for eighty five right now. Yeah, and somebody games. sells them for as low as sixty. By the way, Jake, good time to talk about your conspiracy theory. I, I don't know how much of a conspiracy theory it is because I tried it once and I it it was cheaper. Yeah. But some of like StockX's shipping. Is yeah. more expensive, so it ends up balancing out. But like, if you're on like Foot Locker and you see a pair of like Ultra Boost for like one twenty, go to StockX and see what you can find them for cheaper. Because I got a pair that way, right? And but there's some like with the shipping, it just it ends up being the same. Yeah, I I I do think uh, secondhand markets do tend to tax on shipping, yeah. even um stadium goods, aside from tax. <laughs> Yeah, on their shoe prices in general, they on top of that don't give you free shipping. So you're paying like thirty dollars for shipping, eight hundred dollars for a pair of white, yeah, white Yeezys. You know some crazy shit. Uh, there the sneaker. I think Adidas and Star Wars collab. I don't know if it dropped yeah, the night yet. joggers. The R two D two night joggers are. I have I've been trying to keep an eye on that, but I haven't seen a firm release date yet. Yeah, let's see. Um. So I knew they did a one already. The night right. joggers, do they? I don't think they're up yet. I don't see them. The ones that I see right now are all like James Harden Volume Fours. I remember the I saw these the lightsaber, the purple lightsaber, joints drop. It's a James. It's a it's an it's a Harden Volume Four. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big into basketball shoes in general. Let alone, I mean, Adidas basketball is is probably just. I think it's way worse than Nike basketball. I mean, oh, Nike absolutely. basketball. Absolutely. You've got LeBron. You've got. KD. Yeah, I mean, look at Kobe. look at some of the other like non like hype beast shoes that are in big in the NBA, like Ka- uh, Kawhi's with New Balance. Kawhi's reaction. Somebody gave him a custom pair of shoes of his own shoe. Yeah, there are people gathered around waiting for Kawhi's face to light up, and I swear to God, Kawhi opens up the box. He's a cyborg too. Pulls bro. back the paper, 
and just looks at him and goes, <laughs> yeah, and goes, oh, cool. And then closes the box. Just goes about his day. He just closes the box. He didn't give a shit. Which I guess he's I guess he's that kind of person where everything is like a media obligation and he doesn't want to be there in the first yeah, place. Kind of like a I don't want to say classy Marshawn Lynch, but you remember when Marshawn Lynch was right. like, "I'm just here so I won't get fined." Yeah, like, yeah. just a, a nicer way of saying that. I guess a lot like that for sure. Um, Nike had some a few things drop this week or coming this week. They did an Air Force One Day of the Dead that drops on Wednesday, the thirtieth. The reverse taxis, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. I can't wait for those. Come out on Halloween as well as some, uh, it's called the Night of Mischief colorway. It's the SB Dunk glow. I took a, I took an L on the Shatter Backboard 3.0s. I'm really going to try for the taxi reverses just because the original taxis go for so much money. Um, and I'm not a reseller by any means, but I do think the 12 is a really clean silhouette of Jordan. I'm not a, I don't wear a lot of Jordan. Um, the well, only they have the OVO have colorway five. that you like, so, and that's similar. Son, son, those OVOs are and you like special. black shoes, so you I, you make yeah. a rock those. Yeah, black and white. Listen, if if guys, if you don't, if you ever just want to buy me a shoe, please do. But just make sure it's black or white, and that's about like you it. You said pull up it, pull up with the reverse taxes like a domino. <laughs> please do, and um, shout out to Cola Kicks. I did actually DM them on uh, Instagram. Other I'm trying to get the Pata Sevens. They're the ones from uh, Columbia, right? Yep. Yeah. We don't, unfortunately. Damn. I'll keep looking. Yeah. So I was got tr- a, they have a pretty good uh, selection there. So any any they local do. listeners looking for some... Their prices, his prices aren't bad either. Local is in Columbia, but yeah. they're kind of blowing up. Yeah, know, well, I mean, they did what's, what's a two-hour... Like, for somebody that's into shoes, yeah, like, two we hours. would drive two hours, same way we drive two hours to record stores yeah. and stuff like that. So. They'll ship them to you, too. Um, and also, I mean, I just DM'd them and they replied, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, I do want to get the Pata 7s, and they're not even going for anything crazy. No, that that was one these, that, w- that didn't really blow up the... Um, I mean, you can get these for under retail right now. Shoot. But I love just... It looks like just like coffee. Like, yeah. I think about coffee when I look at these shoes. I might have to pull the trigger, bro. Do it. Might have to. I have to. But you know how many times I've said that on this show, and I come back with the same Vantas and the same... You know? Well, it's you, tough out here. Yeah. It's tough out here. What can I say? Another shoe that I think was interesting that we wanted to bring up was the uh, the Air Force One low. That skeleton shoe. Oh, yeah. Jay hilariously pointed out, looks like Trump laying on his back. Wait, it looks like he's laying on his face. Laying on his face, Well, yeah. I guess you can see back, too. Laying on his stomach. No, you're right. I meant stomach. I can see back, too, with his little... Whatever. He's just a big ball whatever, of Whatever, yeah, but it sold out. <laughs> it did Quick. sell out, which I was not expecting. Because don't you think, like, skeleton designs on a shoe, it doesn't it feel like 2007, like, Hot Topic? A little bit, but I think, I think the timing was right. Like, the same kind of deal with the... Night of Mischief Dunk Lows. Right. Like, they're very... It's a very Halloween shoe. But that one literally says trick-or-treat on the back, so you know yeah. what it is. And also, like, the silhouette's clean, but if you're wearing a trick-or-treat shoe after Halloween, I mean, you can pull them Maybe off. Maybe a pedophile. Like, <laughs> there's candy in a van. I have Halloween on my shoes. I saw I saw this little get, kid getting into a white van, and I was a little scared. You, you didn't call the cops. I hope she's okay. She looked happy. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're gonna move on. <laughs> I'm going to go get my dog. Yeah. There's no dogs. Spoiler alert. Uh, let's talk about Youngboy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So for for those of you who don't know who NBA Youngboy is, he's, 
I think he's the hottest artist out of Baton Rouge right now. His name isn't Lil Boosie. Um, True. So, so you know, Louisiana artist, young guy. He's been in the music scene for a while now. I would say he's somebody who has a real cult-like following. Uh, some artists I would compare him to would be like Kevin Gates. Yeah, you know, like I can see that the people who are fans of him will ride or die for him, and and that is so evident in just the streaming numbers. He did a hundred and ten thousand first week. That's crazy. I mean, off an album that had like zero features no. except for Quando Rondo and No Cap, and Quando Rondo is the only one I had heard of prior right. to this. It's insane. And um, what I was really surprised about was the fact that, I mean, even though this isn't something that I would normally listen to. I was impressed with his storytelling. You know, it wasn't... And I'm, I don't mean lyrics necessarily, but I do think, like, he comes off very honest on a track. Yeah, I think, I think you kind of feel about Youngboy how I feel about Polo G. Like, I think Youngboy's more, mm. more successful and he has, obviously, He's better looks. He's bigger. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Polo G. Like, you're not really saying anything profound. Right. But you're, you're making a sound that is aesthetically pleasing. It's on trend. Kind of what we said about Guap Dad, it's on brand. Nothing is offensive about what he's doing, but it's just like you said, nothing profound. But it's, right, it is you're weaving it together well. It feels like a diary. Like if somebody were to yeah. open a diary and to read it to me, uh, this would be something that would come out. Uh, the I think it. I think also what helps this album is it makes a really great first impression. Uh, Carter's son yeah. is a great intro. One of the best first tracks of an album yeah. this year. Yeah, Very definitely. Strong. And also, it's probably the best Young Boy track that I've listened to. Yeah, like, it's my favorite track on the album. Mine too. For sure. Mine too. And then another one that I really liked was Seeming Like It. And the reason why I like Seeming Like It is because Time I'm On and Hot Now, they were okay, but I didn't. I just kind of felt like they blended in with each other. And then Seeming Like It comes on, and he has a verse where he's talking about how he doesn't do this for critics. And we've heard that before. But it actually seems genuine coming from an artist like Youngboy because I listen to what he's doing. It doesn't sound very forced. He's he's very organic on the track. And also he's um you can you can really feel like it's coming from a genuine place. And this is like he's a young guy. So yeah. that's I think boy. that's also yeah, he's a young boy. And that's also like part of part of what makes the music so raw because sometimes as artists age and the longer they stay in the industry, you find that they find their sound, they know what their what their fans expect from them, and they kind of play to their strengths. Yeah, you know, I mean, as yeah. much as I love Astro World, I would say that that was Travis. I mean, there there are some amazing tracks on Astro World. Don't get me wrong, but in in relation to his discography, I would say Rodeo was very much like holy shit. And it has to do with it being his debut album, of course. No. Uh, Birds in the Trap, I would say, also has like holy shit moments. It was really dark and nocturnal. And then Astroworld comes on, and the first listen through, you and I both were not super. I wasn't hot on it. Right, right. We weren't super hot on it, but I mean, a year later now, it's great. There's there's so many good tracks off there, but it is Travis just playing to his strength, you yeah. know. And then Highest in the Room, even another good single. But it sounds like Butterfly Effect, even. You've pointed that out before. Yeah, I just said it sounds like Butterfly Effect-esque. Like, it's right. very, like, the same kind of vibe. Right, so it's just, he's playing to his strengths. But NBA Youngboy, 
I do think there's a lot of risks on here in regards to his delivery. It's not something that... I mean, some artists could... His flow really could like... Not a lot of artists could do that flow. No. Because he's really... It feels like a run-on sentence. And part you know of it, I mean? too, is he does have a very Louisiana accent. And I think that plays into that delivery. Because we mm-hmm. talk about Gunna and Lil Baby like just being so smooth when they rap. Right. And I think like having that Cajun accent, a lot of people, like when you hear that, like it just already sounds smooth. So when you pair that with a on-beat delivery... And a above average delivery, I think that's what makes it so appealing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And he's doing a lot of, I don't want to say other artist sounds, but he's doing a lot of what we've heard before. But mm-hmm. it sounds different because of his unique voice. Right. That's that's what I was worried about. I thought like this album was just gonna be typical trap shit, but it really does feel like if you if you want to listen to this, you can only get it from Youngboy. And I really respect an artist who can carve a lane out for themselves, especially somebody as young as him. You know? I mean, that's really admirable to me. Yeah, I can see that. I would have liked to see more features because I think that does open avenues for new fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's only 20 years old, which, again, says a lot. Hold up. Does that say Annalie Choppa, 16 years old? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't look 16 no. either. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Back to young boy. That's right. wild. That My mind is blown. Yeah. Um, no, I would have liked to see more features, though, for sure. Me too. Me too. It would have... I think it would have helped more casual fans like us get it, into it would the give album. The, it would give the album more replay value, I think. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of artists that would sound really good paired with him. I think Gunna and... And Lil Baby are two of them that would because their sound is very similar. And he's done features with Trippy Red. He's done features with Juice World. I mean, again, two artists that you could, you know, obviously add name, add name recognition yeah. to your album, and also, um, you know, just would break up the the monotony of listening. And, and I'm not yeah. saying that in a bad way, but the no, monotony no. of listening to the same artist for 18 tracks in a row. Right. Right. And. And um, looking back, uh, until until Death Call My Name, that Reloaded, that was the album that I remember he dropped last year. And I'm looking on here, and the only features we got on here are Birdman, Future, and Lil Uzi Vert. And that was 20 tracks. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, he's, maybe he is somebody who just would rather carry a whole project on his own. Maybe he knows that. And Kevin Gates is a lot like that, too. Yes. Oh, Kevin Gates is even, even I don't want to say worse in a negative way, but he's even guiltier of that simply for the fact that he'll put out an album and it's over an hour long. Yeah. Let's be fair. Some of the biggest albums that we've gotten that have come with no features, Forest Hills Drive was one, and that's And uh, ever that's since concise. then, everybody thinks they can do it, though. Yeah. That's the problem I have. You have it. to make it long enough to yeah. not be like, okay, anybody could have done that with no features and gone platinum. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it long enough to to be viewed and then short enough to be able to be returned to. Because if that would have been an hour and a half, no one would have that wouldn't have gone platinum with no features. Right, right. It wasn't it like forty five minutes probably yeah. something like that. And twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive, let's not get twisted. Also a fantastic, oh, extremely album. good album. Like that's my favorite J Cole project. But I mean, you could have that. He could have done the same rap on par. And done it longer. You just have to find the perfect balance. It's I think it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. And with all due respect, the issue we have with artists like Youngboy, like Kevin Gates, 
like Gucci Mane. Are there some great tracks on here? Yes. Are there are there good moments? Yes. Can I listen to this for 18 to 20 tracks? Even no. 13 to 15 tracks? No. It's it's really not it's really hard for me because I'm not I'm not somebody who who always gravitates towards the sound and if I do, I mean me personally, I'd rather go back to Gucci Mane because yeah, he has more weight to me and and he always is Gucci Mane is even more pop, I would say than Young Boy, so also I think that adds to it. Uh, did you what were some what were the highlight tracks for you? Really Carter's son. Mm-hmm. When I listened to it the other time after the first listen, yeah, it all ran together. Okay, and that so there was that's nothing, a big problem. And and I'm sitting here like thinking, okay, I, I got what I need to rate it, and trying to like uh, justifying it in my head. And yeah. if if you look at this album in comparison to Guap Dead, there's more tracks on Guap Dead that I liked. Right, and also it's it is a little bit shorter, which I think helps. And there's a lot more features. There's on more Guap features. Dead. So you. Obviously, my attention's being drawn multiple times. Oh, that's easy. Oh, and we've says. also agreed that the best part of Guap Dead was the features. Was features, right? Um, I will say, Young Boy can hold. I think he could hold a project longer than Guap Dead because he has his own sound. Yeah. So he's identifiable. Absolutely, he doesn't have the same issue that that uh, Guap Dead has. He has more of that issue where, are you an artist that can carry a fifty-five minute to an hour long album? Not yet, maybe one day, but not yet, and not with not with this material. Where, yes, there are some like really introspective moments on it, but it's not like it's kind of introspective in the way that like you know those Instagram pictures are that you see, yeah. where it's like hashtag inspiration, like you know, my pants aren't tight or my pants are tight because my money's thick or something yeah. stupid. You know what I mean? That wasn't good. <laughs> I'm not really hitting the analogies tonight. But it's like an inspirational Instagram post. Like, keep grinding. Yeah. I wake I mean, up and I want to hustle. I'm happy that he has like, fans. Get, get, he has yeah, a get, lot of get fans. Get the money. Yeah. That's, so, congrats. But it's just not for me. And also, he did he did that track with Juice World recently that I actually, um, that I fuck with. It was on uh, Lyrical Lemonade. I remember that one. Uh, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, it's just too long. If you like, I said about Guap Dad. If you like the, I guess the norm of music right now, you'll mm-hmm. you'll enjoy this. I think. Right. You'll find something in it. Yeah, I think. I oh, think Bandit. Yeah, 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 I think a good example is Bandit, where Juice World is kills that track, and Young Boy sounds good on it he too. Does. Young Boy as a feature is not somebody where I'm gonna go like, oh shit, no, please no, please don't play that. You know, he he. No, does I was actually at a party movie. Saturday. And this came out, I was like, okay. Bandit? Yeah. Because okay. the rest of the yeah. music, I, w- I mean, I, I would not say that I didn't like it. But one person put on, uh, like, some, some Post Malone song. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, not the best. I feel you. I feel you. All I right. got a story about that party for the end of the episode, so remind me. <laughs> okay. All right. What, um, are you ready to rate this thing? Yeah. I think so. What are you giving it? I'm gonna give it a five, and I was gonna give it a four, but with yeah. I respect what you said about how he's he's got his own fan base and he does have his own sound. I think a four would have been harsh because mm-hmm. there's nothing bad. Like no, I didn't say, like, damn, this is, I don't like this. Right. There's just too much. 
of average music to me. Mm-hmm. And it, again, this is not like our favorite genre of hip hop. I think you yeah, would mine, say yeah, that mine. it's definitely not mine. It's, it's definitely not mine either. Uh, I would I would even give I would even give this album like a six because of the okay. fact that I like Young Boy's catalog. In that, I think there's a lot of gems in there. You just have to do a lot of digging. Same thing with this album. You do have tracks like Carter's Son. You do have tracks like uh, Seeming Like It that are also that also hit really hard. But it's just you're gonna kind of have to find what hits you. Yeah. And if you're and if you're somebody who you you hear Young Boy telling his story, and and you you identify with it, more power to you. Because I do think. I mean, there's a large audience for Young Boy, and uh, you know I don't want to take his shine away at all. And uh, I'm glad we finally reviewed it. All right. So Go. what you been what you been spinning? Uh, I've been listening to Heart Eater with. Uh, am I picking the extract? Tonight? Yeah, you're picking the writing prompt. Okay. Yeah, I've been pl- I've been listening to Heart Eater, uh, Jesus King. I went back to Stokely. Yes. Came out this album, <laughs> man, and. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, I listened to one of the 88 Rising uh, artists featured. Elohim. Okay. She has that EP. Yeah. That was the dead. one that was on um, Hobo's album. Right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so I was listening to that. And uh, that's about it. Okay. Nothing really too crazy. So, uh, Barter 6, always. Um, obviously, Guap Dad and Young Boy is mm-hmm. in there. I'm, I'm reading off of Apple. Uh, Willie Nelson Essentials, always in there. Some. Oh, dude, that Willie Nelson track you sent me. Yes, about um, him. It's like, called "Reasons to Quit," and he's talking man. about all the reasons he needs to quit smoking and drinking, but the reasons to keep doing it don't outweigh the reasons to stop. <laughs> it's a deep. It's a pretty deep track. I loved. I love that track. Well, also, anytime you send me Willie Nelson track, it's it's been good. Yeah, he's a, he's truly a songwriter, and I think that's what I appreciate from him. Like, obviously, he has a a pretty unique voice. Yeah. Uh, Listen to a uh, track off of Lost Planet 2.0, Smoke Perp, the Baguette song. Uh, Jesus is King's up there. Went back to uh, Yellow, Rich Brian. Savage Mode's in there. Revenge of the Dreamers. And I went back to Baby on Baby. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How you feeling about it? I like it. Yeah. I like it more than when we talked about it, for okay. sure. I I think I did enjoy the album when it dropped. I just haven't really gone back to it again. There's so much music. and I mean, you and I reviewed... Most podcasts were doing two two albums yeah. an episode, so I just feel like sometimes I I don't have time to go back to everything because so much drops, and um, I'm I'm excited for the baby though. I think he's gonna have an even bigger 2020. Okay, and that's big for a Charlotte artist. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right, so I found one here. Do you dwell on the past or do you move on pretty easily? I move on pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, because I I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason, and I think that transcends just religion. Like I, th- I know a lot of people that aren't religious or spiritual that kind of believe that. Mm-hmm. So I truly think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. My mom tells a story of when I, w- I may have told this on the podcast before, um, a story about me. We were leaving to get ready to leave for school. And at that time it was like an hour drive to the school I went to. And I, I guess I was being a little shithead, and I wasn't getting ready. And she, you was were getting, being a little shithead. Yeah, sir, she was. Ass. She was getting. She was. Well, this was before then. This oh, was okay. like elementary school. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She was um, trying to get me ready, and I just, I guess, I wasn't wanting to do it. Well, anyway, we're driving, and 
we get to this road where we turn left and there was a rock quarry near where we lived and a dump truck ran through a stop sign and hit a car that was turning left where we turned. Well, we went around and went to school and as I, as we were passing it, like I looked up and I remember my mom like crying and I asked like, what's wrong? And she's like, if you wouldn't have, or if you'd have went, got up and went to school on time, that could have been us that got hit. And like ever since then, like I kind of think that way. Yeah. So yeah, I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I move on pretty quick i think i move on i think i move on quick in regards to uh things that are about me personally but i'm somebody who i feel like i i have to i feel like everything's my fault you know what i mean like where if something good happens it's my fault if something bad happens it's my fault yeah i kind of i i can feel that yeah and especially when i think with relationships that's always really hard for me sometimes moving on in regards to a relationship where I'll replay the relationship in my head and I and I realized I did this where somebody said like if you if you end up trying to control everything you end up being controlled. Yeah. And that was something that I really realized. Well, you end up being controlled by like your almost like your need to control everything. Right. Right. And then and then you end up fucking everything up indirectly yep. a lot of times and that always happened to me and sometimes I would think I had moved on from somebody but I would see them post maybe like a new per, a new guy they're seeing or you know how happy they are to be single or something like that and it would get me in my feelings and i kind of realized then that like oh i'm not i'm not really like facing this kind of stuff head on i'm just kind of burying it and convincing myself i've moved on um i i think it's important when we say to move past stuff pretty easily that you're genuinely moving past it and not right. just burying it yeah. for it to come up and then drive you crazy in the future. So if you are somebody who moves on pretty easily, then always make sure that you're working through your things. But also if you're that person who's... The thing... I want to relate this back to music because you do have people that are, I would say, older than us by a couple of years, maybe late 20s, mm. that... They like go back and listen to Blink One Eighty Two all day. Like, yeah, I can I can see that. The guy that sits behind me is thirty, so we have a lot of the same interests. Right, but the, he's kind of like that. Like he'll go back and listen to like older stuff, yeah. and I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Right, and or like a song will come on at work. I'm like, "How do you know this?" And I don't know this. Yeah, and it's like, and I understand being attached to the things that you liked when you were younger, but I really like pride myself in the fact that we can listen to newer artists. And see the appeal in them. And yeah. not dismiss it because it's new. Or not dismiss it because it doesn't sound like the Carter 2. You know? Am I gonna am I gonna play not the mob? <laughs> am I gonna play the mob fly in and fireman? Yeah, on occasion. But am I gonna be like I'm not somebody who has like throwback tracks in rotation yeah. regularly. I'm always looking for something new. And I think when it comes to music, fashion, movies, TV Sometimes getting trapped in that nostalgia loop, you end up getting left behind by people. Like, everybody automatically dismisses your opinion. Like, I remember this guy came in and was talking about, like, I think, I think again, I think, like, Blink-182 came on. And he was like, man, I love this track. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of glad that rock's not like this, though. You know, it's a little corny. And he goes like, oh, no, I wish I wish it was like this forever. And he had all these, like, old band tattoos that you don't fucking know who they are. Yeah. And it's just, you look at that kind of person, you're like, ugh, very sad. Yeah. You know? 
I can I, see it. I never want to be that. And I wouldn't say that the guy that sits behind me is like that. No. Like, there's just things like, like a song will come on, like I said, he'll be like singing. I'm like, dude, what the hell is this? <laughs> what are you, why do I not know this? Right. And I right. guess, like, obviously 30 and, and 24, that's six years. So that's a lot went on in six years, obviously. Yeah. No, that doesn't count, take into the account of time where I was unaware of stuff, like, as, like, pre five years old. Right. I, there's not much music I remember knowing before five years old i mean I songs know. that were taught to us in like school i stuff. swear dude it was like a black hole until i had listened to the carter two and then after that it's like when i started remembering music like it was like carter two okay. ti verse tip and then it was it, the floodgates opened and see i was, I was like that with gucci flip-flops <laughs> i had no faith in music as i don't I remember that. anything <laughs> gucci flip-flops yeah no but i think and, and like you said moving moving through mm-hmm. things or moving past things, not just burying them is important. Exactly. You dwell on it to figure out what went wrong and, and maybe how you can be better next time and to get over your feelings, but to just keep playing things over and over and wondering what you did wrong, it's just it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Move on. There's always good new things that you'll like, I promise you. Absolutely. What was what was that you wanted to bring up at the end? You had a good okay, story yeah. From so the party. I'm not I'm not gonna out anybody. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna tell who the party was with. Um, <laughs> but anyway, there was I was there was like three white people there, me okay. me included. Yep. Um, so we're standing like by by the drinks, like in the kitchen where the food is naturally. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're hanging out, and uh, there was somebody partaking in some some illegal activities outside. Wink, wink. Yep. Passing a little doobie. Nope, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So we're just standing inside, and the, the other one of the other white white folk was dressed like Freddy Krueger, which was, was fine. Not, not, this is a Halloween party, party. Yeah, right? it's a Halloween party. Okay, then it's not weird. Yeah, it wasn't weird. Yeah, yeah. It would <laughs> de- most definitely be weird if there he was, was dressed a, like Freddy Krueger. There was a Kruger white guy. He day. was dressed like Freddy Krueger. We were smoking weed, so it was a little bit yeah. weird. <laughs> not we, allegedly. Right, right, right. It was a doobie, and it was full of... God knows we were what. in the house, but obviously right. you know when we the people. On, I'm saying the people on the porch. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know when. Who knows what was in there? You dude. know when weed's being smoked. Right, right. So he walks up to the the host. It was like me and my girlfriend had one rule that we were not going to smoke any drugs, but I'll take one hit, <laughs> dude. And I was standing there, and I was kind of buzzed from the drink. They made some like crazy like punch concoction dude, that was anytime there's lethal, jungle juice or lethal. Some, yeah, yeah. No, it's so, game over, dude. So, one time I had three cups of stuff and I just started puking. And the people I was with, I didn't really know them that well. Mm-hmm. So I, you know how those kind of parties are. You're like kind of just thinking to yourself. You feel like you're your own cutaway and like a family guy seeing right. like you're just roasting some of these people. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, please, I would love to take a marijuana. I've never <laughs> taken a marijuana before. Can I just do one hit of your marijuana? <laughs> Me and my girlfriend would like one marijuanas, please. Oh man, I was dying. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. That was beautiful. It was truly like... In my head, I'm like, and they, this is why they don't let white people come to the function. This is in general, dude. Also, that that square white guy, I think, is really prevalent where we live. Oh, absolutely. Like, most people I meet are square. You know yeah. what I mean? They're just, they're, they're just the, trying the people, to get their day done. Yeah, the people that we're talking about have most definitely said, I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. Those kind of people. You and know they, who and we're it's talking a, about. And it's a pun, and they use it way too much. Yeah, this was the same person that at the party requested the song Allergic off of Post Malone's album, and I really felt bad. I don't <laughs> like that song anymore. Now, after you pointed out, you're like, I don't really like that rock vibe. And I was like, no, I kind of like it. It's nostalgic. After, after making that connection 
while being buzzed at that party where I didn't really <laughs> you know anybody, like, I was like, yeah, I'm scratching allergic. So I, I formally recant <laughs> on liking allergic. Thank you, Freddy Krueger. Uh, that, I, think if, I think if you went to a Post Malone concert one time, you might vow off his music. I don't know. I, I would love to. I can't, I hope no he, offense to Post Malone and to anybody who likes him. I love Post Malone, but... The concerts. Yeah, I hope he particular. stays. I hope he stays relevant because, like, uh, I'd love to see him. I don't when think he's, he's going anywhere. I'd like to see him when he's older, like playing like acoustic shows, because he's played acoustic. Like he played acoustic live at the Grammys. Like I'm like the like, I want the memory. But he has to, to be sober. And didn't you? Weren't you the one who told me like he shows up fucked up to shows all the time and like at the beginning I think good. he did, but now okay. now obviously I think he's got to figure yeah. it out. Well, maybe he's getting paid different checks now. He can't be fucking around. Yeah. But no, like, and, and we all heard like the the acoustic vibes he had on what was it, Stony, the first album. So I, I'd like to hear him like in an acoustic environment. What's that one? That one song that everybody he performed it live and people just loved it. I fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I, yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I'd I'd love to hear like a not a lot of effects post Malone, like a very raw post Malone. Definitely. Definitely. I'm very interested to hear what you got us riding out to. All right. So. To go along with the writing prompt. Yeah. Don't bury your shit. Get through it. They don't want to see you win it. Amen. They don't want to see you win it. Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry to all my friends that aren't Kodak fans right now, but I'm also not sorry. No, this song rides. This song rides for sure. Now you know. For the radio listeners. <laughs> I'm just gonna revive with this one for a little bit. Thank y'all so much for listening. We love y'all. We'll see you soon. I don't know what we're going to review next, but it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. You got anything to say to the people, Jake? All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see y'all.